I am so happy that you're able to join us for this extended interview. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get more killer resources. Hey everyone, thank you so much for coming back for this extended interview with Philip where he's going to share all of his tips and tricks on how to do remote sales to secure a location independent income. Hey Philip, how are you? Hey Debbie, doing great. Thanks for being here. Before we get to your tips and tricks, can you tell us a little bit more about you and why you live an offbeat life? Well, the reason why I like the lifestyle of location independence is the word itself. You're independent. You can live wherever you like. You can travel wherever you like. You can do whatever you like. You just need to know how to sell your service and create an income. So I, my passion is to travel, meet new people, find out new cultures, especially exploring historical places. And I definitely enjoy enjoy the beach. That's That's my spotlight that's that's where is my muse so the technology enables us to do everything of that explore the world if you know how to sell your service and if you have a location independent income so that's awesome and i love that you know your spot is at the beach right that's kind of (laughs) (laughs) that's kind of like the most shown image of a location independent entrepreneur is when you're on your hammock by the beach enjoying your coconut water (laughs) yeah well i hate i hate cold so i always try to transition where it's hot so yeah, that's a good life to live. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> so you have a really interesting story, Philip. And if you all want to hear more about his story, make sure you listen to the full interview where he shares all of that stuff and how he used to make 50 cents an hour. That's ridiculous. And now yeah. doing this. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you are able to do this lifestyle because you know how to do remote sales. Can you tell us a little bit more about that and how someone can transition to a remote sales mindset? Okay, so first of all, if you're in sales or first of all, I believe everybody's in sales, whatever you're working or providing currently, you can pretty much do it on the internet. So you do need to do a mind shift and build your mindset and try it out. Everything that you're currently doing or working in a cubicle or a corporate job, probably if you're on a computer, you can do it in a laptop remotely. One of the things that is going to separate you if you're going to actually uh, sustain it, I've been doing this for more than five years, is if if you can transition to remote sales. Remote sales, it's not that different than actual live selling. You just need to use the technology to to change, for example, instead of you doing in-person sales, talking with them over a coffee that I was doing in in insurance, you need to use, for example, Zoom or Skype call and just a little bit tweak your pitch. And that's about it. So the main thing that you need to learn is how to learn technology and that it's actually possible to do the remote sale. Another thing that I can mention, what are the three main things or the tactics, if you want me to share it for remote sales, is you should activate your power base. That's one of the strategies that you can use. What, what's the meaning of that? The clients that you currently have offline, you kind of can switch them online. 
So just use your power base to actually have initial source of income and probably they will be your best clients because they already know you, your services, etc. Second tip that I can give for remote sales is the importance of follow-up. With so much noise in the marketplace, you do need to touch base with people probably more probably 10 times more than you expect in order to to make a sales doesn't matter what you're selling or working on it and one of the things that helped me get clients and especially win projects where i'm more expensive is the speed of the reply so speed of replies mean try to reply back within one hour of when somebody asks you a question or like an inquiry about your service Those are really great tips, Philip, because especially for the follow-up, I really believe in that. And I actually just posted something online recently that one of the biggest clients that I have now, I actually have been trying to work with them for a year and I've just been following up for so long. They were just saying to me, oh my gosh, your tenacity (laughs) is just incredible. Like nobody has done this with us before. So that really makes a huge difference because I think for a lot of people after the second or third try, they will give up and only a handful of people will keep trying after three contacts. So if you go beyond that, you're definitely going to get above the rest because not many people will do what you do. Yeah, actually in statistics, it says that 80% of sales happen between 5th and 12th contact. So if you're doing three, you're losing a lot. Only 2% of of buyers just buy on, let's say, first or second contact. So you do need a lot of follow-ups. One of the things that are important with follow-up is not to sound like a broken record. You do need to use different approaches, different platforms, different sources again. As I mentioned, don't depend on one source of income and don't share the same message. Probably on the follow-up, you just you don't need to ask them like, are you ready now? Are you ready now? Are you ready now? <laughs> you do need to provide value on the follow-up. Remember their birthday, etc. So th- that that's the meaning of follow-up. So they don't forget you. And when they are ready to buy, they will remember that Debbie, you know, contact them three years. Yeah, that's really true. It's a different thing when you're personalizing every single time that yeah. you're contacting somebody, knowing their name, like you said, even going above that and knowing their birthday, maybe even sending a card. Like you yeah. have to be a little extra and to stand out because there are a lot of people out there who are trying to sell from them, especially if it's a big company and you know they have the budget to do it. They're going to get a lot of people who want their business and to them, it's it's just you. You're just another person trying to make money off of them at the end of the day. Yeah, 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 definitely. What is the one takeaway that someone should be able to take from you if they want to start this, but they don't know this type of market, but they're very interested in doing remote sales? In remote sales, well, <laughs> the, the main thing Every time is just changing your mindset and just try it out. I mean, what is what you're going to lose? If you already have a, let's say, offline corporate lifestyle, you're probably selling something. Although you don't think you're selling, you're actually selling. So there are many, many platforms for literally everything in the world now. Just find a platform initially that you can offer your services online and see how it goes. But commit to succeed for that and just see what successful people on that platform are doing and just model it. 
It's quite simple. Example, I initially started on Nodesk, now known as uh, Upwork. Just I figured out what was working. I saw the top five people that what they were doing in, in sales as a skill set, as a category. So I kind of modeled their approach. And after trying a couple of months, I got the first client. And after that, the rest is history. Currently, I'm top rated and I get probably hundreds of invitation per month. And that's definitely something that I cannot uh, <laughs> service everybody, obviously. What about if you are afraid right? Because there's a lot of insecurities with us, especially when you get a lot of no's when you're trying to do sales. What do you do to kind of take away that fear and also just feeling defeated every time you get a no? Uh, No and rejection is the same like going to the gym. The first time you go, you exercise, you might feel good during the exercise, but after that, you're quite swollen. You cannot do pretty much anything. When I'm doing a gym, I probably first time I couldn't do anything like one week. I couldn't stand out of the bed. But the next time when I go, I need three days to recover, then two days, then one day, etc. So it's the muscle. You need to actually learn it that a no, each no, it's like a rep, like building your muscle. So you just need to do the reps until you're quite strong. And believe me, after some period of time, you you will probably not notice the, the nose. And the people that are telling you no, it's, they, it doesn't mean that they don't like you, they hate you, it's something wrong with you. They just are not interested at this moment. And there are 7 billion people in this world. You don't need all of them. Usually people at the beginning in sales, they just try to find the, the ones that are easy to talk to or to offer the service and they usually don't have the money. So obviously you will get no. But after you go try it out, I'm in sales probably eight years plus and Believe me, in insurance in Macedonia, it's like selling, I don't know, something science fiction, scientific, uh, going on a Mars trip. They, they, <laughs> they literally don't believe in it. And I, I was getting a lot of notes from people that I like, that, that they were my friends. At the beginning, I was a little bit upset. But after some period of time, I understand that they're not my target. I mean. And I know it's not a no to me. It's just no to the company or the opportunity. They're not interested. So just change your mindset. It's definitely never taking it personally because it's not a no to you. It's a no to what you're trying to sell. No doesn't mean (laughs) that you're ugly or stupid. I mean, they don't (laughs) like your idea and that's about it. Go to the next one. (laughs) Someone's bound to say yes. Someone's bound to say yes to your idea somewhere. Yeah, I mean, sales is a numbers game. Yeah, that doesn't change. (laughs) Now, if our listeners want to know more about you, where can they find you? They can connect with me on social, on Instagram. I'm active there the most and also share a lot of valuable tips about uh, remote location independence. It's at remotepreneurs and also they can check out the website. It's the same remotepreneurs.com. We can include that in the show notes. Perfect. Thank you so much, Philip, for giving us all of these amazing tips and tricks. I really appreciate it. Thank you, David. Thank you. Hope hope the guys are going to consider doing some remote selling and improve their skills. I hope so too. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Bye-bye. I hope you enjoyed this extended interview with Philip. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com 
to get the full interview with Philip where he shares how he went from earning 50 cents an hour as a shoe salesman to making 100 times that as a remote salesman. Thanks for joining me on this extended interview. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. We can also chat some more on Facebook at The OB Life. I'll talk to you soon.